Good morning, Contrarians. Thursday morning, April 28th, around 5.50 in the a.m. New York time. Coming at you a little early this morning as I am not in New York time, but in Portugal time, where it's about 10.50 a.m., if you must know. Anyway, stock futures are looking to rebound this morning, a day after we had another reversal and indexes finished roughly flat after putting in some gains earlier in the session. Now, as of this hour, we have tech stocks leading the resurgence again. The NASDAQ is up over 2% among individual stocks making moves. Meta platforms, nay, Facebook, surged overnight after earnings. And that stock is up about 17% last time I checked. Qualcomm is also gaining after it reported earnings. That's around seven, up around seven or eight percent. Bonds are flat this morning. The two year yield is sitting at about 2.58% and the 10 year at 2.82%, both roughly unchanged. Commodities are mixed. We have natural gas selling off a bit, down 1%. Palladium is up over 2%. Cotton is up 2% for some reason. And cryptos are gaining. Bitcoin is up 2% to trade around 39,800. So a couple of data releases today to tell you about. The main one is GDP. First quarter US GDP. This is due at 830. And economists expect growth of 1.1% quarter over quarter. This is a pretty big drop from the 6.9% that we saw in the fourth quarter. And GDP, this is obviously a trailing indicator, and so I don't often pay very close attention to it because it's telling you something that already happened, and what does that tell you about the future? Nothing. So it's, from that perspective, insignificant, but it would be important here uh, psychologically if the U.S. GDP happened to go negative in Q1, and 1.1% is not that far from negative territory. And if you, once you get two quarters in a row of negative GDP growth, that's technically a recession. So economists forecasts are usually pretty good for this and they don't often miss by much. In fact, I don't see them really ever missing by this much, but to, to where it would be negative. But with the Russian invasion happening in the first quarter, who knows? So keep a, keep an eye on that. Now, whether that's temporary is, is another question, of course, but that could potentially be, be a shock for the market, potentially. But seeing how it's Thursday, we also have initial jobless claims also out at 8.30. Expectation there is 480,000 new claims, basically in line with last week. This figure is near historic lows. So this would kind of contradict any possibility of a, of a recession. If you just, if you don't have that many jobless claims, it's hard and you don't have un, much unemployment. It's hard to see how you're going to have a recession. But what do I know? Uh, finally, later tonight out of China, this is not until 945 tonight. We have Kaixing, uh, their China manufacturing PMI for April. And economists expect this reading to come in at an even 50, which would be right on the line separating expansion from contraction. Last month, that did have see a recessionary print below the 50 line. It was 48.1, if you must know. Kaishin is a little more reliable than the official figures out of the Chinese government, which are notoriously unreliable. Anyway, uh, earnings today. Big, big day for earnings. Um, actually, probably the, the biggest one this week, frankly. Uh, the main headliners are Apple, Amazon, and Twitter. Although with Twitter, I'm not entirely sure why anybody would care because they're about to 
become a private company again, thanks to one Elon Musk, who apparently now also wants to bring cocaine back to Coca-Cola, according to his tweet. I don't know if you guys saw that. Anyway, that guy is good for PR, good at PR, um, among anything else that you want to say about him. Anyway, Amazon and Apple, they're not due until after the close at 4 p.m. Before the open this morning, there's a whole bunch that we're due to hear from. Um, I'm not going to list them out here. A couple of highlights, Caterpillar, Northrop Grumman, consumer staples, including Altria, Domino's Pizza. Is that a staple, I guess? Corey, Dr. Pepper, McDonald's, Hershey, Pharma Majors, Merck, and Eli Lilly. At some point later, we'll get Baidu and Intel, MasterCard, and Southwest Airlines, and probably several others that I missed. And if I check the wire here real quick to see if there's been any reports, probably not quite yet at this hour. And no, nothing in yet. But watch for those to start coming in at 6 a.m. I may update this, not the, the audio, but the text version, um, if any of these are, are significant. The bottom line. Well, can anything save this market? That is the question. Earnings don't seem to be helping very much. Positive results help the company that reports, but fail to take the rest of the market along with it. Companies that report negative results are punished severely. Most recently, we had Teladoc beaten to a pulp here in the overnight, down about 30% or something. This is unfortunately a holding that I had, and there's a lengthy mea culpa I posted in the Discord channel. Um, and this is a reason why you shouldn't follow my investing at all. Um, I make mistakes, and this is Exhibit A. Luckily, it wasn't a very big position, but it was a horrible mistake. So... That has just a, been a horrible um, stock. and But what's more disconcerting here where the market is concerned is that these last couple of days have seen activity that is very much reminiscent of bear markets, which is buying in the pre-market and at the open, signs of a rally in the early hours of the regular trading session, and then selling into the close. That's what we happened. That's what we had yesterday. So I don't know. Overused cliche time. Quote, so much uncertainty facing markets right now. That is something that you will hear a lot of, but you always hear that a lot. And it's kind of one of these, it's like, thanks for that. When is there ever a time when people agree there is certainty in markets? Never. So that's, uh, you know, if you hear that, that's a cliche. The fact is nobody can see into the future. Markets happen to be forward-looking indicators and as that, they certainly seem apprehensive right now. So they're either right about this, which means risk assets are in trouble, or they're wrong and it's a buying opportunity. Now, what stocks or secure or sectors it's a buying opportunity for is a different question. But no matter which side of the divide you happen to find yourself on, please remember to do your own research and make your own decisions. With that, I leave you for today this Thursday. And thank you again for supporting the podcast. And uh, we'll have a new recording of the regular weekly one today. More on that later on. I'm not sure I'll get it ready for you today. Maybe not until tomorrow. But either way, you will get it well before the regular subscribers and you will also get it without ads or announcements. That's it. Thanks again. Look forward to speaking to you tomorrow. Bye.